0: church boys
1: um billy i oh did you die oh no you startled me into (laughs) (laughs) acting.
2: when you you said stop i jolted and i kicked out of the entire thing (laughs) i was no longer here but i'm back
1: okay good because we're recording right now well there you go so Hello I was, world! I, th- I thought it was just going to be the church boys show because we have no Lucas tonight, and we have no. I and mean, and thank ha-
2: goodness. <laughs> thank like, I mean, is this like I uh, finally? I, know. I know. We Can have a I night know. without Lucas. We almost didn't have a show tonight. Yeah, but we'll talk Did about that this? after. Did you see I trimmed? Oh, you actually. Wow, you've yeah. taken care of yourself. That's a first. Stop living like a homeless person.
1: Um, yeah, so no, no Lucas tonight, and we're gonna explain why here in a little bit. It's well, frankly, he died. Uh, no, he he, died. the COVID <laughs> finally got <caught> him. <laughs> I forgot I we talked about that last. I should not joke
2: about that. Week, so. No, um, he, <clears throat> I've up, had a cough all day today, which is not COVID related. It's right. just like
1: I get bad allergies this season. Yeah. So we to to be transparent, we had something else come up today. So we said, you know what? We'll record tomorrow. Tomorrow being Friday. But and, then I rose from the ashes, and I was like, "I'm here." Right. So then, so Lucas goes, "Okay, that's all right." So we were planning on recording tomorrow, and uh, Lucas rejiggered his schedule to be able to do that tomorrow, and he had something else to do tonight. Then, if we were going to record very tomorrow, busy. he's very busy it's, oh, watching he's, every, My Little Pony yes. episodes on Netflix. So and decorating cookies or something. I don't know. Who knows? That but, sounds uh, wonderful. Actually. It does, actually. So Ugh. he he had that, and then Billy goes, "I can actually go tonight." So we decided to go tonight. We were going to have a guest, but we postponed the guest, so that guest will probably be next week.
2: Well, and, maybe. And assuming here's there's the no debate: should we t- should we tell them that we're bringing the fly on from the debate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's something. Did you watch Let, that? Did you watch that? Debate I last I watched every second of it with popcorn <laughs> and and a little bit of wine. I won't lie. How much, it was, how, much, how much is a little bit of wine i only have like a glass of wine i don't have any more than a glass one, of wine
1: one giant <laughs> tumbler of wine
2: a thimble if you will well i will tell you i was looking forward to it because i after that first disaster that unfolded debacle. and we could, debacle i mean <clears throat> trump sunk himself double digits over that thing I know he did. but you know after that i was just like man i want to see people and i had a feeling it ended up being this way that the two of them though there were moments were, it was a pretty standard debate yeah. with two
1: reasonably calm people. Reasonably calm and fairly intelligent people. I mean, and yes. two people who don't have a reputation for flying off the handle. No, although
2: I think that she thought she was just going to come in and steamroll oh, him yeah. And there were a couple moments where she was taken aback, like "Oh my goodness!" She was it has yeah, a she pulse. Thought,
1: she thought she was going to roll him, and I, I went, oh, in, yeah. I went into it expecting it to be a, about what it was last night, because you know Mike Pence. I listen. I have a lot of conservative friends who are fed up with Mike Pence. They don't like the fact that he's part of this this administration. They didn't like his his stint as governor when it comes to religious freedom issues, and I understand that. I've always been a Mike Pence fan. I've met the man. Spent time with him. He autographed a couple. We, we made him when I worked at um, at Human Events. We made a Man of the Year one year, <laughs> and he had us over and he signed some copies of it for us for our office and for us personally. I really, really like the man, and I, 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 he's a believer. He's he talks about that he openly, genuine, yeah, genuine. And he is, did you
2: feel like he was fully truthful? Yes, with everything he said, I do. Yeah, he always strikes me as being authentic right and i know and i know that boring maybe right well but you know what i really think is interesting about him and one of the the one story about him and i'm not gonna have all the details correct because it's been a long time since i've looked at it the the needle exchange story i always found the most fascinating we may have even talked about this in 2016 um when he was when he was governor and there was the whole hiv outbreak in his state and Everybody was saying, you know, a lot of people were saying you need, you need to implement a needle exchange. Now, yeah. a lot of people don't like needle exchanges. I have my own views about them and he didn't like them. <clears throat> but in this particular case, he met, you know, he met with the people he needed to met, meet with. He looked at the facts and despite opposing it. And this is what I find very interesting about him in this particular circumstance felt it would help and did yeah. end up. And did end up coming on that side of saying we're going to do this in this case temporarily, and that to me is interesting. I'm not saying we have to agree or disagree with the decision to do that, but I think that's a good quality in somebody when they have evidence. And even there are times where you have to say, okay, maybe in this particular weird case,
1: we need to do this, yeah. And it's it's what I expect. Listen, you very rarely get fireworks from a uh, from a vice presidential debate. I mean the the closest thing. I'm speaking,
2: Chris. I'm speaking. The closest thing Sorry. we have
1: to fireworks, I think, in a in a debate like that, is going to be like when Quayle was told he was no John Kennedy. I mean, that's
2: well. When you were a young it. boy, um, and Lincoln Douglas were debating, were you? Did you think that? Well, they that's, didn't, they game, didn't, have, they didn't old have man
1: joke. They didn't have the uh, vice presidential debates that year. It was no. It was I mean, but
2: just offer. in the presidential debate, you were you were there. I oh assume. yeah. Oh yeah. Front row. So. So the thing that got here's the thing about this is the most obnoxious thing in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm, I might offend somebody. in, oh well, Please welcome do. to Chris has to hear me say offensive things every day oh, in private right. phone calls. So now I'll just do it publicly. The fact that the minute the debate ended, I was watching ABC. Oh, uh, he was mansplaining I to her. Know. It's like, wait a minute, this is a vice presidential debate with two people who very well could become the right. president.
1: Right. In half the next of whom were ma- half of whom were male,
2: <laughs> and. It just to me. I actually here's my argument. It uh, I just burped again. I'm so That's sorry. Right. It does a disservice to her actually, mm-hmm. and to any woman. To assume immediately that because there was some sort of exchange, oh, it must be because she was a woman. Yeah. That's the exact thing you're trying to avoid. And yet here they are all feeding into it. Well, right. you know, he was just mansplaining. to her. No. I mean, was Trump mansplaining to Biden when he wouldn't let him speak? No. The no. no it's this, a
1: debate. Is, this is a trick that you use when you have nothing else to say. And that you, if you know you lost, that's the drought you take. You don't you don't you think he won. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think the first 20, 30 minutes was kind of weak a little bit, especially when they're going over the COVID stuff. And to be fair, I think I heard days or somebody else talking about this. He didn't have much option than for it to be pretty lame because he was in charge of the COVID task force, which has been um, considered a nightmare by people on the right and the left. People on the left are like, you haven't done enough and it's all your fault. 210,000 people are dead. And people are on the right who are like, why haven't you fired Fauci and Burks yet? I mean, that's it's a, it is a lose-lose situation for him, that that whole task force. Yeah, course. can
2: I, you know, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, and we're not going to have another COVID discussion. You have family members who are not happy with me, and so I don't want to upset them. <laughs> no, you can't, so, because I, I love do, I it like, when... I love your family. When that particular um, person is upset, it brings me joy. Well, there you go. Um, but it is interesting, because Burks had said that even if they did... I think she was the one who said this. Even if we do everything right, we're going to have over 200,000 people yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. That was always the prediction, which is yeah. interesting to me because I'm not saying they've done everything right. Because I think I think that they haven't set the best examples at moments. But the one thing about this, and I, I don't care what the right or the left have to say about it, we have no idea what this would look like if there were no restrictions, if there was no whatever. And we all have to admit that. We don't know. It could be the same. Right. No you it mean like no worse.
1: no imposed restrictions. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. No imposed restrictions. Right. So I agree. I agree.
2: It could be half a million people. We don't know. It, it is could, interesting. Or it could
1: be two hundred and ten thousand.
2: Right. Right. It, and both know. sides can't, right. can't would have to say we don't know. Uh, but it is interesting that she had said that and here we are at two hundred and eleven thousand, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: yeah, if we if she said if we if and when she said that, she initially said if we had full mask compliance, full compliance on <clears throat> all the social distancing and masks were at two hundred thousand people. And then she said, Well, she was called on that later because she was caught double speaking and she said like well if we had like 50 percent which is it
2: right anyway well that's like everything with this well so so the debate um i did think it was interesting when she's like i'm speaking i'm speaking and then when he shot back and she seemed visibly Mm -hmm. in my view shocked that he was like well then try telling the truth yes and she was like "Uh oh Mike Pence is the law. It's a live wire. Like That's she right. realized, right. oh, yeah,
1: this is not going to be so easy. Yeah, you could see it on her face. He did. I thought he had the right combination of attack and defense. He has defended the Donald Trump, President Trump, way more effectively than President Trump has ever defended himself. I mean, it's no yeah. contest. Who's better defending they, uh, Donald Trump?
2: They do keep peddling. I mean, listen, they both said some things that they wouldn't answer questions. Obviously, the court one was he was very strong on that. Yes, you know, absolutely back in the court. Yep. Um. He was pretty weak. This whole pre existing conditions thing is fascinating to me because they keep saying they have a plan, but yet we'll never talk about what it is. And yet many people on the right don't want them to have a plan for it, probably, or don't. Although there are lots of people who do. I tend to I understand economically why pre existing conditions is a bad thing for insurance companies and why but but part of me is like, well, yeah, you know, I get why we need to have that or why we should in some way so i i see both sides of it but i thought it was interesting because i don't i don't know what that plan is do you are you aware no
1: i'm not and that's and that's the tough thing is that the rhetoric rhetoric people want to use is that all pre-existing conditions should be covered at the same price as everybody else and that doesn't make any sense that makes no (laughs) sense i'm not saying uh, listen i don't think anybody should be forced to have insurance and i don't think any insurance company should be forced to insure anyone and that's my libertarian streak coming out. But the government has no, to me, no business in forcing an insurance company to take someone. And especially not to subsidize someone who's engaging in bad be- perhaps engaging in bad behavior, or is in a pre-existing, pre-existing condition because of bad behavior. Say they have diabetes because they ate fried Twinkies every day, like perhaps Billy, right? <laughs> and so then they got to get their, you know, their feet cut off because of, uh, di- well... Why isn't why is that pre existing existing pre existing a little condition covered and these others yeah. are not?
2: You almost spoke in tongues there for me. Yeah, so, I don't
1: I don't know. I think um
2: I think it's a complicated conversation, but I do think if you're gonna keep saying you have a plan, you might want to explain what that plan is. Right. Or or so that was a dodge. Yeah, he had some dodges because they they always do. I did think it was interesting. He always went back to the question before if he wanted to answer it. He did not. He was not going to move forward until he got to say right exactly. The military thing. This whole you know Trump insulted everybody in the military. Here's the thing that's fascinating about that to me. For one, would do you believe it? Do you believe that he
1: said exactly what they're saying? He said. Let me say this. I. Uh, here's why I here's here it's weird to say why I don't believe it is because they will refuse to bring out what their sources are and to back up there with any evidence at all. Right? The other side of me says, would I be surprised if he did? Eh, I'm not really surprised by anything anymore. Nothing and, surprised. And, and, and this is and we're talking about a man who is very willing to say horrible, crass things about anybody and to think that he's going to draw the line over a one small set of people. Uh, I, I think I, that, could, I think he would turn on a dime on Ivanka if she turned on him or said something. Oh he didn't like. yeah yeah yeah. So I if mean, he's gonna do that to Ivanka, his favorite person on the planet besides himself, then he will definitely do it to the military.
2: I could see him and I don't know, we weren't there. I could see him saying that war was a joke, you know, you had to be yes. a fool to like sign up yes. willingly for that. Which totally. by the way I totally agree. is probably something many people on the left also believe, which is oh, interesting. Sure. Or at least that the war itself was not worth fighting and You know that's another complicated issue, but I—I mean, I have family members who are like very heated about this. If you weren't there and you weren't sure believing, I don't care. And then they're like, "Well, he said this. He said the same thing about John McCain. What he said about John McCain was terrible, but it was not the same thing as that. It was they're very. I went back and listened to those John McCain comments because I wanted to hear again. And
1: and the thing he said about John McCain that was that was uh, perhaps the most disgraceful is that I like people who aren't captured. Right? I thought that was. Listen, right? I, you're talking to somebody who is maybe the least, the, the least enthusiastic about John McCain ever of anybody you'll we'll ever talk to ever. I despised the man. That doesn't mean I didn't. I, I mean, just as as a, as a man, right? I don't right. mean as a human. Like, of course, we got to love everybody. The way he acted and the way he treated me personally and the people I worked with, I'm telling you, not a good guy. And the other stories. You've that, always said this about him. I'm, so, I'm surprised the, you're saying it publicly. You've always the, said it privately. And the other stories that I could tell you about interactions with him and his office, and the things that we did. You vote for knew, him? um I think I did. I think I did. You know why? You know why I did? Because I was young and stupid, and Palin. I think sucked me in, but I was so anti Obama. Well, Palin, Palin, Palin I was, was so amazing in the first like month. Um, when she first so- joined the campaign, she was great. But then yeah, she, she was a little nutty. Well, so and she so, had the hotness factor too, to be told. The yeah, I, mean, I mean, to be painless. totally honest, she had the hotness factor. She had. She that still looks very her. young. Too. She it's does. Very weird
2: yeah. 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 Um, so what was it you oh you derailed me what i was gonna what i was gonna say was that what what was it was disgraceful what he said about mccain it's interesting when you go back and watch it he backtracked on it almost immediately when yeah. he said he was like well maybe he wasn't here or maybe he was yeah you know? right it was the typical trump trying to crack a terrible joke that wasn't funny right you know and and i think that's what it was it's disgraceful it's awful it's not the same though as the comments i'm not defending yeah. it i'm Listen, everybody, because I know people have a really hard time with this. Your emotions are not facts, so push yeah. them aside. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it's not the same.
1: Here's, and here's what it. Trump does. And here's and it's this thing. It's, it's you know what? To be totally fair, it's something that you and I do with each other because we know we can read the when it's just the two of us and it's not being recorded and we're just on the phone. We're in the same room talking, it's just you and I can say whatever we want to each other, and we know what the other one means. And we know what right. the other one doesn't mean, right? And right. so Trump has these things, and he says these things as though he's talking with you and me, and, and the yeah. rest of the world goes, yeah. "What?" And right, because right. I I might say to you, I might say the I might say something terrible to, to you about you know about Luke. Uh, say say it's Lucas, right? I can't I, yeah. Lucas. He looks like a gay Elvis, right? And I'm like, I, I could say, that, <laughs> right. But you know,
2: I, I don't. love when mi- you make a joke when it's actually something
1: you think. I don't oh my think, God, no, no, funny. I do not think that, and you know it. No, I mean, I don't know about mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna. Have to, but will... but you understand what I'm what I mean? Yeah. Is that yeah. obviously I don't think I don't think he's he's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that or whatever it is we're supposed to say. But but you understand what I'm getting at? Is that and Trump does that same thing constantly, and he goes. Crap, I'm not in my office talking with my friends. I am on a microphone, and that was a mistake.
2: I just think that he walked... I will say this. I, Not his tone, not his rhetoric. To have that amount of confidence to just twerk and gazelle and walk around the world as though none of it matters and to say whatever you want, to command the room in whatever way to rip your mask off like you're, you know, Don Quixote, I I just like... I. (laughs) I want to be that <laughs> I want to be
1: the confident that person, and the, the swagger that he's got. But I mean, he's just yeah, the big swing and Donald he out there. Yeah,
2: doesn't care. Doesn't. And I will. T- I, it is interesting. It is interesting. Like having interacted with it's like when you like you have your John McCain story, right? Interacted with yeah. John McCain. Having interacted with Trump a number of times before he was president and every interaction being very different and strange right. um i often reflect on those and i'm like what was that like what was what and and i think there's a much smarter and when i say smart i mean cunning and i think there's a lot more there than people might realize yeah he's not totally vacuous in his no. brain i mean oh he's on he's going on hannity as we speak right now <laughs> i just saw that a little alert. <laughs> What's... Uh, I can't thing. I just can't I don't know what he's going to say he's been mumbling stuff all day he called Kamala a monster twice Well, <laughs> you're going to get yourself <laughs> all I said was well so so I I think he did win My even my wife watched yeah. it and she was yeah. like wow he was pretty impressive right? right I don't think people realize now part of me the whole time was like why can't you be the president like I just kept like why aren't you yeah. the president why aren't you running I'd vote for Mike for Pence president. tomorrow well, yeah I don't know I mean here's the thing so it's it's October 8th when we're recording this the evening of October 8th right we've had 12 October surprises already Jesus. Trump has been diagnosed with covid recovered from covid and and is apparently going back on the road and had a triumphant return <laughs> got in the car drove around waving to people so I, wanna, I mean this is crazy
1: I think I think we need to talk about that um but what was? <laughs> So I got this, this. I'm You're just, having I'm a Joe look, Biden I'm, No, I'm moment. looking at my soundboard over here. There's something I thought I wanted to pull up from that, but I guess not. Anyway, we should start the show. And then I want you, you get to pick. Do we get into your story about what caused the delay, then the non-delay? Oh, I'll tell my story. Or do you story. want to get into, I, I would like your take on um, <laughs> President Trump's triumphant return to Washington <laughs> from Walter, <Reed> <laughs> Walter Reed on Monday. Because that was, that was a show. So, it's it's always a show. So we'll go ahead and we'll start the show, and then uh and then we'll get into one of those topics. We'll let, we'll let Billy Pick. Okay, princess. All right. Ladies and gentlemen.
0: Hello. From the sublime to the ridiculous, mostly ridiculous. Billy
3: Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat?
0: It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field.
3: Fat guy in little coat. Let me tell you why i suck
0: lucas miles i want you to forget what you saw here today
3: oh
2: i've
0: interrupted happy time the church boys everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i hate these guys
1: all right buddy have you made your decision are you going to reveal what causes to be post <clears throat> possibly postpone I, I will or do you want to go to- i
2: will reveal it okay well, you know what? No, we got to talk about the triumphant return okay. first. We have to because because, was, because it's just so so. Trump. It's so insane. It's so Trump. It was, it's so Trump.
1: It was I mean, the Trump He is... He's
2: on The Apprentice still. He does.
1: It was so produced and so just
2: weird. Didn't he reshoot parts a, of it.
1: It was weird. Well, then. So okay. So start with. But first, okay. So he went to the hospital. Here's the crazy thing. I think we might have put him into the hospital with COVID. Because we talked about it when we recorded last week, and we didn't know he had it. And then, are you still there? You froze for a second. I'm here. And we didn't know he had it, and he didn't know he had it, Nobody we talked about it. And then we said, what if Trump gets COVID? Well, what happened? And we started discussing it, and then within hours
2: comes And what the did Nukes. I text you with at like 3 a.m. your time? Wear a mask! That was my, I was like, <laughs> I, I woke my wife up because I was so shocked. Hello. I went to bed. And I open great. my eyes. It's four. It's four fifteen in the morning. And I and my phone says Trump and Milan. You know, Trumps are diagnosed with COVID. They test positive. I'm like Andrea, Andrea, the Trumps have COVID. She shot right up. She's like, what, what? I'm like, they got COVID. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, anyway. anyway, I
1: bet you. He, do you think he's gonna wear a mask now, or will he just think that he's like no? All? Because because what we have been told by all of the experts essentially, is that once you have it, you're good to go. And he's well, gonna for be three like, to six months, apparently? I don't know. But he's going to say, well, I'm good to go. I, I had it. I don't have it now. So I'm not going to catch it. I'm also not going to give it to anyone because I'm no longer contagious. The doctor said so. If there's anybody who should not be required to wear a mask now, once he's clear, once he's tested negative, would be President Trump. So, yeah. Not that he's not... Mean, this not whole- that I'm. Discount the, the idea that he should be an example to others. If right, mask, right, right, if Just whether or not right. it's practical. Right. If mask wearing is the thing to do, then then he <laughs> should do that as an example for others. You,
2: so what did you make of this whole thing? <laughs> I mean, this whole, like, the return... First of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not outraged by the removal of the mask. No. And the balcony. I just thought it was bizarre. I, I thought just, the whole
0: thing so, was bizarre. Okay,
1: so, but the, let's start with... His little parade that he did around the block on was it Saturday Sunday? <laughs> that really riled people up. I have a question: Are are people clueless?
2: I mean, these people yes. who are protecting him in the Secret Service are not vanishing because he has COVID.
1: They're still with him, right? Even though he has COVID, right? right. Okay? And they they, and they so, worked around him with the uh, I would assume with the assumption that he has it for the last several months. But you well, take the same precautions right. whether the person has it or not
2: and so they got in a car with them but there was plexiglass between them but
1: and they were all wearing masks and by the way these are people who volunteer to take a bullet for the president do you think but i don't i'm not under the impression that these people are horribly bothered by the person that they're with having covid and wearing a mask when they're like listen that's the least of my worries is covid
2: well, I also don't. I also don't know. Like, I was not bothered by it. I looked no. at the situation. You've got a bunch of people who are Trump really can't win. As awful as no. he is at moments, it's impossible. He can't win. There's people waiting outside of a hospital, actually praying for him, holding <laughs> vigils, doing a doing kind things, whatever. <laughs> maga, maga, maga. Yep. And they're doing their maga thing, and they're praying for him, and. Trump decides to do something nice. He could have ignored them. He could have yeah. just tweeted tweeted at them. He gets in his car and he, he winds around and waves to them. Now, of course, he's trying to show the world I'm not that sick. I'm right. okay. Right. right. There's that element. Right. His doctors apparently
1: cleared it. Yeah. Why is this such a huge deal? I just because, I don't because, get because it. he is hated because the media is going to hate him no matter what, right? Do I think it was a little bit silly? Yes. Do I think it yeah, was Do I think it was a it was a for lack of for of a pissing contest, yeah, because that's what he does. That's what that's who he is. We've come to understand that. Was it was it wise for his own health? I I don't know. The doctor said it was okay. Then listen, they're dealing with the president of the United States. First of all, if they recommend that to not do it, then that's all that they can do. They can't stop him from doing it because, frankly, he's the president. But the but the other I, yeah, is it silly, sure, but it's it's showing your supporters that you love allegedly during a during election time that you love him that you're out there that you're being strong that you're not being beat by this it trump has to play the tough guy always because that's who he is and he has to and in election season you want your your supporters to go okay so he's really not they're, i guess i would imagine there are people who are worried yeah don't you suppose and he's going on well, he's listening. hospitalized i mean we
2: were even we were texting you right. and i like oh my gosh it's yeah. probably a precaution, but oh, my gosh. Right? Well, then so, he comes
1: out and says, don't let it dominate your life, right? And we'll get to the little parade here, in a minute, the, the little <laughs> helicopter show in a minute. But he comes out and says, don't let it dominate your life. Don't let, what, discourage you or whatever? Why is that such a bad thing? What I don't understand why what he said was so bad.
2: Do you? I think it's perfectly—I I don't. I think it's perfectly fine to criticize him for shunning the masks, for not maybe doing saying things the right way or setting an example— to say don't let it dominate your life. Now I think where he goes wrong is where like, we're going to have a cure in five minutes, yes. or you know, like that's yeah. when he gets wacky. So yeah. there's some of it, but that's consistent. I think saying don't let it dominate your life. It shouldn't. It's dominating our lives enough. Right. It's, it's impacting our lives enough as it is. So yeah, let's not let it dominate our lives. Let's be smart and take precautions yep. and and all of that. I think it's um, I think it's good to yeah. tell people not to live in
1: fear. Well, isn't I think, that
2: kind of a Christian thing?
1: Yeah. Well, and, but this, you're going to tell the same thing to can't, people who are facing cancer, the prospect of hence, having cancer, like, I found a lump. I got to go to get tested. You know, I've, I found a growth. I need to go get tested. And and, and who knows? And you're like, okay, I'm going to be praying for you. I want the best for you. But don't let it, don't let it bring you down. Don't let fear take over. And I think that that's a wise thing to advise people. Uh, the, the, uh, all All doctors, all doctors yeah. who are dealing <laughs> with cancer patients are going to tell cancer patients, be positive right right That's- well that because because it actually can help it yes. can help in your
2: healing Yes. so I don't I feel like he can't win is, no. is and yes he is I just I'm looking at the media and yeah. I'm like you clowns <laughs> and listen I mean they are. this is and it's terrible because the media Are really important. Like we need to have a a free and we need we know that the media, it's important to have information. The problem is that for decades and decades and decades, you hide behind your bias, you hide in your little cohorts, you pretend that the whole world is just like the people you surround yourself with. And then the boogeyman that you've claimed everybody is, right? George Bush, everybody racist, horrible, evil. Now you have the real boogeyman. You conjured him up, you got the demon of Trump. Christmas pass, whatever you want to call it. Here he is. He's the president. And now they're so beside themselves and they're overshooting constantly
1: with all of these things. And so he can't win. And except that except that okay, he can't win as far as like getting credit or getting a pass on anything. However, if he's going to win in this election, it's going to require those kinds of things happening.
2: Well, yeah, and I just I don't know. I think that it's very unlikely that he's going to win at this point. It does not so like it, is it?
1: What do you think? But you, you, listen, if you tell me I have to go put money right now on who's going to win, I put my money on on Joe Biden, right? But a lot of things can change in just under four weeks. It's three yeah. weeks and five days. There's a lot that can change between now and then, a lot. <clears throat> you, you you said it earlier. It's the eighth of October, and we've already had twelve October surprises.
2: Well, and I think I think, too, Trump always has something up his sleeve. Yes. Right. I mean, he always has he always has something. And I don't know. I mean, he, he very well may lose and that yeah. may be it. And that's fine. Listen, if that's what happens, that's, that's what, what happens. happens. I feel like way too many people are putting their stake in politics. And yeah. it's sad because, yeah, it matters, but not at the end of the day changing people is what matters and mm-hmm. politics is not going to do that right. it can destroy people because you give your whole self over to this thing that doesn't really matter at the end of the day right. uh policies matter but they can be undone and and all the things trump has done they will be undone if joe biden comes yeah well, vice versa and they
1: will be they will be undone in either a few months or in four more years right i was just gonna say yeah. exactly and when i say vice versa i mean or when biden's done and somebody
2: else comes in yeah. right i mean this is it's always a balancing I, act the scariest thing to me, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not worried about a Joe Biden presidency that much. I'm much more
1: worried about a Kamala Harris presidency. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say? So, uh, so, uh, I, and I agree. And I, I want to get to the court backing question because we've got a clip from him. That's very, very instructive actually. But before we get to that, the helicopter ride. Okay. So he takes this helicopter ride and it was fascinating. I've never seen a full helicopter ride from Walter Reed. It's about a what 10 miles I think from Walter Reed to the White House and they followed Marine 1 all the way and I thought that was it was so cool to watch because I've seen Marine 1 come in at the at the White House but I'm um, you know like personally but I've never seen the fold and I thought that was interesting and I was kind of surprised they did it but so he lands there and then it's this production they've got the lights up right? The lights, it is so well lit going up it's, to that it's balcony. It's some Mark Burnett stuff. Oh, it, it, it had to be. I bet I bet you, I you should call Burnett and ask him, were you
2: in on this little... Were you the one doing this? <laughs> right, or
1: ask Rona, was Mark in on this? Because <laughs> I, it looked like that. That's what it looked like, right? Because it was lit that way and he comes walking up that thing, he gets up on the top, puffs his chest out in his Trump way and rips that mask off, right? And he stands there and, you know, does his thing, his his not smiling smile and it's you know, like when you have really bad gas kingdom. that you're trying
2: to hold yeah. in. Like when you've really got to go to the bathroom yeah. and there isn't a toilet nearby, and, that's and, what it is.
1: And then he, and then he salutes and I don't know, not sure who he was saluting, but he was standing up there. So maybe
2: all of us, I don't know. And he looked I at Marine
1: one, And then he goes in and then he records that video from the balcony with his back to uh, the Washington monument in the mall. But it's so, it was so, it was so, it was so staged, all of it which is fine. That's that's your prerogative. But I could not get over how pissed people were about him taking off his mask.
0: Like, because dangerous. it's dangerous. It's going so... to kill people.
1: Well, and by the way, I woke
2: up on Saturday morning really annoyed. Like, have you ever woken up and you realize you've been thinking about something all night?
1: Like, yeah. has that ever happened to you yeah, and you wake yeah.
2: up and you're annoyed about it? Yes. And I was so annoyed by all you idiots out there. I mean, people
0: <laughs> who were wishing
2: bad things. Yeah. on Trump. I don't care if yeah. you like Trump or you hate him. I don't care. To wish that somebody—I have to—I'm going to hand it to President, former President Barack Obama, yep. whether it was political or not, and actually in his case, less so than Biden probably, yep. but I'll hand it to Biden too. Yep. And and Rachel Maddow, yes. I'll really hand it to Rachel Maddow. Absolutely. She deserves praise for this. Whether
1: they believe it or not, that's the message you have to send. Is and like hers lip- seemed genuine. Yes. I will
2: say there's no reason she went above and beyond in her tweet. Yep. And you on, know, on, it's on, a tweet. on
1: air, and she said it on air too on her show. She came out. <clears> and, <throat> yeah, and, yeah, it's so, the right thing to say.
2: I think I, we got to give we got to give these people credit for saying we we are praying for even she was talking about prayer we're hoping yeah. that you know he gets better, so I woke up and I wrote it was like six thirty in the morning and I just typed ran I was like I have no clue what I'm even typing I'm so rage typed, and I sent it off to um, Fox News and they and they ran it and it sparked a lot of comments from people, and it's just funny because whenever you defend somebody and you're not defending the person you know you're def- talking about the issue. Well, you never do this for the other side. Absolutely. When Kathy Griffin's mother yeah. was sick, I did the same thing. Yep. I mean, it's
1: anyway. There's only This whole thing was weird. There's only one weird. person I ever wish ill will and death upon, and he hosts a show with me. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lucas isn't here. I mean, you should really Look, Two people that I <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, okay. all my gosh. right. So, well, there you go. So, you talked about uh Biden and Camela and this the we, we talked about the court packing stuff at the very beginning. They refused to answer that question. And and I, I like that pants went after Kamala and said, would you answer the question? Or what because the, the moderator wasn't gonna bring it up. You know Susan Page, the moderator, was not gonna bring up that question because they have refused Biden has repeatedly refused to answer it. He refused to answer it during the debate. Kamala Harris was on CNN right after the debate, refused to answer the the, the question when Jake Tapper asked her. And Jake Tapper pointed out, uh, you refused to answer this question. Joe Biden, or excuse me, uh, she was during the debate, wouldn't answer it. Afterwards, Jake Tapper again goes, Biden and Harris will not answer this question, and they need to. So there are a lot well, of people an pointing important this out. question. But, <laughs> so somebody asked him today. He was during a, a press conference. He and Kamala were out there. I don't remember where it was and he's, he's asked about court packing. And this is his answer.
0: They'll know my opinion of court packing when the election is over. Now look, I know it's a great question, y'all, and I don't blame you for asking it, but you know the moment I answer that question, the headline in every one of your papers will be about that. Other than, other than focusing on what's happening now, the election has begun. There's never been a court appointment once an election begun, What 4 million or so people. Have-
1: so what was that answer he had? I mean, he says, I don't want to talk about it. because no, I don't want to tell you the truth. He he came out, he gave what was the, what was the answer when it came to Obamacare? What's in this? We'll have to pass it, pass it so you can find out what's in it. It's this. They'll know my opinion of court packing when the election is over. When the election is over, then I'll tell you. That is you know, it's, devious. It's well, yeah. And and what they're gonna
2: do is they're gonna cheat the system. And now you've got Pelosi talking about the twenty-fifth amendment. There really yeah. is they're I'm gonna I'm tomorrow. gonna say this. What
1: they're doing a thing tomorrow.
2: Well, you know what what they're doing, the thing they're doing is they're undermining, yeah. and they're all responsible for it. It's not just Pelosi. Trump has done it too. They are undermining the underpinnings of, of what this country has been based on and created around, and they're doing it because they're out of control, they have no humility, they have too much pride, and they're insane people. Yeah. I mean,
1: this has become insane. Pelosi comes out and, and says that he's not all there mentally, like he's like he's having issues. That's what she's saying now, and that's related to this 25th Amendment thing, that's the same person who, who said this.
0: Good morning, Sunday morning. The, uh...
1: Okay, whatever, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah like, loan no but but i do don't you think there's an element of this that's dangerous yeah to, of course do, it's yeah, a, it's, i feel like they've really crossed a line yeah they're not now. willing
1: to talk about the things that they're going to do so why should someone vote for you at least at least trump is going to come out and lie to me about the things he's going to do but you, you know i out, mean a lot of what trump
2: a lot of what trump said he was going to do he's he did. done. not yeah, all absolutely. of it yeah sure but and that's what's interesting about this is that you have a real problem if you're on the left you have a real problem because they hate him even more because he's done a lot of it. And I'm shocked he's done a lot of it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the big thing right now is whether or not the drug he took um, from Regeneron, whether or not that drug used, yeah. you know, With fetal, stem you know, research yeah. and all, yeah. you know, stem cell research. But um, he probably had no clue, first of all. Of course he did If it did. No, he didn't. And, no. and, second, and second of all, you know, guys... That's a conversation we can have. Right. But slaughtering babies is a pretty clear moral blight. I don't, right. every time the left does this, like, oh, well, look over here. They it's use like, stem okay, cells on
1: that. Aren't you a hypocrite? Right. Aren't you a right. hypocrite, you Donald <laughs> Trump? Aren't you a hypocrite for <laughs> pointing it out? Aren't you a hypocrite <laughs> for criticizing him for that? Since you're the one who thinks it's right. okay to take a baby out of, rip a baby out of its womb, out of the womb at right. nine months and stick a pair of scissors behind its head and into its, it's brain and scramble insane. its brain. Don't you think, don't you think that he's not the hypocrite here? Yeah, It's douche. insane. It's
2: completely insane. And, you know, so the the hard part when the left does these things, he almost baits them. Talking oh, about yeah. the 25th Amendment, yeah. you they look insane
1: and it's, it makes him look less insane, which is really a feat in and of it's, itself. It's it's pretty amazing that how are you able to how are you able to do that? So I want to. So Joe Biden has has had. It, what, we'll go over some of these Joe Biden clips and then we're going to you're going to We'll take our we'll do our little commercial and then we'll come back and you're going to tell what happened today because Ugh. at first it made I was getting mad. I mean, of course, taking some joy in your misery. Right. But then it was building and I'm like, now I'm not taking joy in this because now, I was, getting now I'm mad. I was oh. mad for you and I have no I have no vested interest in this. And then I had my wife
0: in it oh, too which we'll talk about. So you're, that
1: your semi-Italian wife. So she uh, oh I I, I just, I'm glad I wasn't on the other end of that phone call. Oh you would have enjoyed it. You would have to be the fly on Pence's hair. You would have loved right. it. So oh It's <laughs> so, okay. So the fly on Pence's hair before we get to Biden. Did you hear Steve Schmidt last night on MSNBC? Steve um, Schmidt. This,
2: you have a clip of it?
1: Yeah. So Steve Schmidt is on MSNBC last night. He's talking about the final. Steve Schmidt is best known for, well, essentially being John McCain's lackey and and screwing up. You're going to say for being a Schmidt. For being a, <laughs> sorry. For being a Schmidt. But uh, he's he's best known probably for the fact that he um horribly lost the John McCain campaign in 2008 against Barack Obama. Steve Schmidt is a loser, a repeated loser when it comes to campaigns. He is a nasty, nasty man, by all accounts. You are going after him. Oh, but, but he's but he, is, but he is connected to McCain. I am not a fan of these people who are connected to John McCain. But ask me my... Do you remember my thoughts on uh, a certain McCain who has a television appearance regularly? Well, she's blocked
2: me on Twitter. <laughs> well, so she
1: blocked I me on Twitter can't. years ago because of something I said when Katie Pavlich and I were a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, don't even know why ago. she blocked we're talking, me, by the way. I have we're zero, talking, She was
2: following me and then right. blocked me.
1: No, she she blocked me like 10, 11 years ago. She blocked me because I said something probably probably you, terrible. Well, no, I don't think terrible. I I was mostly a criticism of, because we were playing clips of her saying things about all these bad dates she'd been on and things. And I'm like, Katie, what is the common denominator and of all of her misery, all this experience? All these experiences she's had that are terrible with men and dating and all. What's the one common denominator in all these things, Katie? She goes, I don't know. I said, Megan McCain. You Megan McCain. terrible. So that's I why. I mean, Megan, if you're
2: listening, I did nothing to you. I even thought about oh, asking did. Essie Cup what I did because I know they're friends. I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um, now, Megan, let me, let me also say that I have matured since then. As no, you has, have not and as has, has, has Megan Let's Megan has matured as well In fact she just uh, had a baby Mazel tov, Megan
2: Yes no congratulations And here's the thing I have no problem I, with I used Megan to work with her husband the Yeah well at the, And he was on the Blaze frequently We'd run into him
1: at the Blaze Yeah So so, And he was a friend I, of mine. Mean, when I worked with him I considered him a friend Now I don't know that so, he remembers me that well But when we worked together We were friends So if you guys are li- If the McCains are listening Unblock us I just gave him or, her last name by the way oh, Anyway um, I don't
2: so let me just let me just say that I understand why Cher blocked me. I get it. <laughs> I understand why. Was it because of your parody
1: Was it because me. of your parody songs? Is that why Cher?
2: Cher, I would just tweet at her and she couldn't handle it. Um <laughs> you know, you every once in a while I realize that people, even though I don't do any I don't do as much like when I was a play, people will pay attention to tweets and they'll include them in things. And it makes me remember you need to not say things on Twitter uh, that are huh? crazy. Yes. Um and I I had a thing with Cher. I don't remember. A back and forth it was an immediate story and she blocked me. Rosie O'Donnell, I did nothing to. I emailed her to find out why and she did respond and tell me um that I she doesn't remember but I must have done something that quote offended her soul. It so there's probably, that you probably one. said something about well never mind. Go ahead. I know I actually think I know what I said. Um on that one, but it had nothing to do with her. And, you know who there's a bunch of actors who have blocked me too like male actors oh, Alec Baldwin
1: names. Alec Baldwin blocked me long ago because I called him out on a major contradiction' It's about the same time that I got blocked by uh Megham McCain well so I mean people are gonna block they're gonna block so Steve Schmidt is- so Steve Schmidt's on MSNBC yes and they absolutely. get on this they get on the subject of the fly on Pence's hair which was all people could talk about because listen. And somebody from the Daily Caller tweeted something about. Listen, you, nobody gets to complain about substances, substanceless debates anymore, right? Because we just had one, and all anybody talked about was a friggin' fly on Pence's head. We we deserve everything we get was his point, and I totally one hundred percent agreed. So let me find Steve Schmidt here. Here's what here's what Steve Schmidt had to say.
3: And Page, he broke the rules. He was blustering through the finish time on. All- so, and he's talking about
1: Pence, that Pence was being rude to Kamala, right? The, the, the whole mansplaining thing.
3: All this stuff. And so if this was a normal debate, his behavior would have been scored very, very poorly. It would have been on the higher end of weird behavior.
1: I have a feeling, by the way, that maybe he was with you with the wine. That maybe, like, a flask, perhaps?
3: <laughs> and, and not for nothing. I mean, I don't think it's ever a good sign when a fly lands on your head for two minutes you know that's a that's a sign all through history of sin and historically biblically <laughs> uh, maybe you wouldn't normally say this after uh, you wouldn't it's only safe to say this sorry after midnight but you know the a fly he who commands the fly has always been seen historically as the mark of the devil so i'm just <laughs> well, i not Steve hell but but, it, but <laughs> I, having the fly now as a journalist. Never now
2: heard. I have it's to never- ask for the record, are you joking? Because uh, it, the fly could have landed on anyone.
3: And also... Yeah. what it did. It. it landed on Mike oh, Pence, oh, my and, it, and it says something. <laughs> I don't think karmic about the status of the campaign as it implodes. Look.
1: Right. So you're. I think you, say your point again. I mean, couldn't it have been Kamala
3: controlling? Right. Exactly. The that fly? was
1: my thought. It's like, <laughs> listen, uh, Lord of the Flies, Kamala... Lord of the Flies would have sent the fly to land on him. You've got this well, backwards. I, I want to bring something up about this though, and this could be an omen,
2: if we're being honest here, because Hillary Clinton during the second debate in 2016 had a fly land on her.
1: Yeah, well, and remember there there are multiple pictures of Barack Obama having a fly land on his face. And do you remember one of my favorites was when he caught that fly or smacked the fly on during a live interview on CNBC? Yes. It's buzzing around, it's bothering. He goes like this, and he just goes, Hoppa! And he goes, I got the sucker, you know, and it's like it was it was actually pretty cool. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. The Hillary fly like
2: landed on her eyebrow. Do you remember? (laughs) I have an image of it right now. It was on her face and she just kept talking. I mean, it's one thing you don't know it's in your hair. If it's on my face. Wouldn't you
1: be doing that unless Botox? Then you're not going to feel it. Well, or unless. Unless you want it there because you're Lord of the Flies. And speaking, so people are what he is. If people don't know, he's referring to Beelzebub, right? Because Beelzebub, literally translated, is Lord of Flies, which is where William Golding, when he wrote Lord of the Flies, that's where he got the the name of his book is from. Is from that term from Lord of the Flies. Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Now, and and you're you're known on this show as Lard of the Flies. Lard of the Flies. Actually. Yes, Lard of the Flies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're Very you're impressive. known never mind. So we're going to go now to uh, let's go to another fun Biden clip before we get to our break. And then we have Billy reveal his wonderful, glorious experience today. We're going to share a couple other fun Biden trip clips like this one that came from Miami. There were some girls who danced for it. And they looked like remember now you've seen the video. These girls look like they are teenagers. Don't you think? Early uh, teens, perhaps, perhaps. Hopefully, hopefully they're that old. Uh, well, so anyway, so then he, so this little thing, this little celebration thing, gets done, and and this is what Biden
0: says. Good news is, for me, I'm here. The
1: he's wearing a mask, of course. So <laughs> come on.
0: Good news is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is, I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. And so, yes, first he started with this. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. And then he said this. I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. So
1: OK, well, that's not creepy. He just doesn't have any self-awareness. Well, he doesn't. And to be fair, if you listen to the whole clip, he kind, he kind of sounds like maybe he kind of catches himself going, oh, maybe i That was the wrong way to say that, because what he, what anybody who's charitable at all will realize, what he's saying is, I'm going to be back in four years for re-election, right? When I'm running for when I'm running for re-election in four years, God willing, these same people will be here celebrating, right? That's his point, but that is not how it came out, and so, so we have that at all. Okay, so then we also have, we have this one that was actually I think from a couple weeks ago, but it really got a bunch of play this week, and that's this one.
0: The American public, the blinders have been taken. Again, with the mask, the American public, the blinders have been taken off. They've all of a sudden seen a hell of a lot clearer. They've seen, geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. Or I got a young Hispanic is out there. These dreamers are out there, 60,000 of them, acting as first responders and nurses and docs. I see, and geez, I, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. Okay, okay, Joe. I mean, really? <laughs> Re- like, I just—I
2: think that the you know the problem with politics is the pander. Like, when you pander so hard that that happens. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean that yep. you're that know you're what you mean. actually obsessed with people's differences so much and attracting them that you make
1: that kind of statement. Yeah, am oh, I, I, I wrong? No, yeah. no, that's exactly what happened. Right? He's not. Listen, I as you know, I personally am a fan of Joe Biden. Would it surprise me if he if if some of these sexual misconduct allegations against him are real? No, I suppose because as I've said before, nothing surprises me, but. <laughs> I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think, well, I don't know why, because he's a, he's a politician running for president. But I've never had any experience with him in my time working in Washington, and my friends who have worked with and around him, him and his people, who to, to say that, to say that he was anything but kind. I've the only thing I've ever seen from Joe Biden personally on a personal level is kindness. Ever that's all I ever saw. He's got a good reputation. It's Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I don't think that he's meaning anything racist by that. He's he's listen. First of all, he's older. Second of all, he's kind of senile. And third, it's he's not trying. He's 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 falling into the trap that you're that you're mentioning, Billy. Is when you're so focused on we have to point out the race of everybody and we have to point out their ethnicity and everything, and there has to be quotas and all. Then that's what's on the front of your brain. Then these kinds of things are going to come out. So that you're going to say things like, well, the reason I was able, the only reason I was able to quarantine was because there was a black woman stocking the shelves, right? <laughs> that's You and I wouldn't say that because even if it were true, we had enough sense not to say it. He doesn't have the sense not to say it. He's also, he lives in a world, in a political world where you have to focus on race constantly.
2: Well, and that's, and I, I think that's actually... Uh... A lot of our problems is the obsessive focus on differences that make it – it's okay to be different ideologically, to think differently. But this this obsessive focus on how different we all are, I feel like it crosses this line into really damaging – the view we're supposed to have, which is that we're all created by God in his image, that we're not, we're not actually all that different, right? When we're not different at all, when it comes to being human beings, when it comes to what we believe, sure, there are differences and that's fine. Um, but you understand what I'm saying? I just, I feel like that that's one thing about the left that I really struggle with is that compartmentalizing everybody into all these arenas and then fighting over where they need to be. I'm not saying you don't write wrongs when you find them, but what I am saying is when that's your worldview and that's your lens, right? That's just not the how I view the world. I appreciate differences. I recognize them. I think it's great that my family's Italian. Yours is not. You know, we get a good laugh about my Italian family. Yes. Um,
1: but we're and all African American family. Oh my gosh. You need to be fired from this show. <laughs> okay, it's fine by me. Luckily we, we have no sponsors my, my and pay. no, you know. All right. So anyway. speaking of non-sponsors, let's do our commercial break real quick and then we will come right back.
3: Person, woman, Man, camera tv
1: Oops, that wasn't it sorry <laughs> this podcast is part of the edify podcast network edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top christian podcasts today Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Oh, my iPad. <laughs> and now back to the church, boys. Let me go ahead. You honestly, and this is. Do you see Look real. at this. Look, 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 look. look. This thing went out on me right here. This. Look at it. It just Whoa. restarted. you see that? you're using an ipad from 1873. I know. it's like a, an ipad too, air too. anyway so that was weird because i was right in the middle of playing that clip and it just died right there in the middle i mean just went blank and then just reset as i was turning the camera over there well let's see if I can maybe play. it's the mark of the beast right let's try that again
0: back to the damn, damn church boys
1: that wasn't the one i meant to play. You really have issues. Let's try. Like, to, well, we won't. We don't need to do it again. We're good. So, uh, what we're going oh, you, to. Uh, oh, your family. Your uh, your experience oh today. I, I think that you should. Let me, let's start from the beginning. What has well, been your schooling situation this year for both your wife, who is a teacher, and your two young daughters? Ages. So, what ages are they again? Kindergarten and so
2: third one, grade. one is five. She's in kindergarten. The other one is eight. She's in third grade. All right. And what basically what happened was the school year was delayed because they were trying to figure. I don't know what everybody did all summer, but apparently nobody figured out the school year during the eight months that everything was shut down. And in fairness, there's a lot of regulations you got to meet. There's and you're bringing a lot of people into a building, and there's still uncertainty about kids and adults, really
1: adults. Right, but the, the regulations, but the regulations they have to meet are things that they could have, you know, ironed out over the last six months. Right.
2: Right, and and listen, some of these schools in the inner city, they don't have resource, like they don't have basic things that a lot of our, like your schools or my kids' schools might have, right? So, like, anyway, it, basically, the school year was delayed in person, so it ha- it started online. So we had to go pick up computers for my kids, bring the computers home. They each got their own Chromebook. Everybody got one in our in our school district, and they had to learn them. They had to learn how to use them. And I mean, picture a five year old learning how to use a Chromebook, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so. What ends up happening is we're we're thinking they're never going back to school. Like this is going to be on Chromebooks and this is how they're going to learn and I'm trying to work yeah. my job while my 5-year-old's trying to learn how to sit in front of a computer and they gave them breaks and stuff and the teachers have been great but it was it's just chaos. So they went back in person. The school district made good on the promise mm-hmm. to send them back on September 29th. They started in person. Now the regulation, I forget I thought the regulation was that if somebody gets COVID in a classroom that that classroom would be shut down. And if somebody else got it in that classroom, the school would be shut down until they could contact trace and clean everything, sure. and then they would go back. Right Now, it, <laughs> what ends up happening is we – so the kids have actually been doing great. They've been in school. They have to wear masks all day just like your kids do. Yep. And yesterday, my wife has been home because in her situation, she teaches, but there are days that she's teaching from home remotely when right. she doesn't have students. And there are days because they have a hybrid model. So we go to my kid's school to pick them up. Everything's fine. We get them in the car. We get home and suddenly we've got messages that somebody has tested positive for COVID in the school. They don't tell your you what classroom.
1: School. In your daughter's school, not your, not your my wife's school. school. In my daughter's school.
2: They don't tell you what classroom. They don't tell you obviously who it is because of privacy rules. Right. Um. And so you're wondering, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. are we going to get a phone call? So they tell you the contact tracers will reach out to whoever they need to reach out to. So flash forward 24 hours. How how
1: quickly should they be maybe reaching out, do you suppose?
2: Well, I would suppose immediately. Now, the school reached out. By immediately, you mean 24, 48 hours. Well, apparently. Now, the school, to their credit, they reached out within minutes of finding out. So Mm -hmm. within minutes of finding out. But the schools aren't the ones that do the contact tracing. So they're they're involved in the process. So they're who, from who what does? I understand it has, it's the New York State government.
1: Oh there's okay.
2: a, there's because they told us it would be a five one eight number and that's a an Albany number, mm. from what I understand. So okay. that if you get a phone call, it's gonna be from a five one eight number. So So we're assuming, oh, the kids are probably fine. We reached out to some some friends and tried to kind of like figure who work in the school to try to figure out. We don't want to know who it was. Were they in the room with this person? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's just good to know. And we have people who are very high risk in our family. And so we don't want to, you know, we were supposed to be on a trip this weekend with people. And so we don't want to expose them. Right. So the
1: morbidly obese tend to be.
2: Well, and I'm morbidly obese. Exactly. So, So flash forward. And I'm downstairs working, and my wife is like, oh, my gosh, I just got a phone call from a contact tracer today. Yes. So this is 24 hours – over 24 hours later. Oh, so by the way, the kids transitioned back to remote learning. They closed the school down, and today and tomorrow, we are back to remote learning. So the school is shut down until the 13th. Now, so we've got the kids. They're learning at home. No symptoms. Everybody's fine. But we get this phone call, and they're basically like, your daughter – and they named my youngest daughter hmm. needs to needs to stay home quarantined until through the 16th. And my wife is like, but that's longer than what the school's calling for. The school's calling for the 13th. Is there a reason for that? Basically, they
1: tell her that,
2: yes, there's a reason for that, that she was exposed to this person. We don't know who it is. We don't know right. where it happened. They but, give you
1: no information. So but why why would being exposed to this particular person cause you to be come in three, four days later than what the school is saying?
2: That I don't know, and apparently this happened pretty quickly. Like they alerted the school to their results, and the school. It just so happened that they got the results when school shut down yesterday.
1: So now, if your your daughter, your younger daughter, is the one they said, uh, yes, in the contact tracing. Now, what about the older daughter?
2: So that's our question, right? So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are is, are we all needing to quarantine? Does our other daughter? Right. No. Well, the woman's like, let me check my list. I don't see her name. So I'm assuming, no, you know, so, I don't see her name. So then only so the if, younger
1: one has to quarantine, according to the school. Right. Or whoever. The school.
2: Now, in my mind, I'm thinking if she was exposed and they're together all day and we're together with them, we're all exposed to it,
1: theoretically. Well, how far do you take that though right but well i don't know so, so you're don't under, know. you so were you operating under the assumption that this was within the within the younger child's classroom
0: at
2: yeah. the school yeah no it had to have been somewhere she came in contact with this person and they were certain that she came in contact with right. them because that's how you make it out your way onto the list from what we understand then they email my wife the legal jargon right. here's what you have to do And it's all sorts of rules and regulations, but the rules say that unless our daughter tested positive, it doesn't tell – we were not told we have to go get a test. Mm -hmm. Other parents ran out to get tests immediately when they heard this because they're a little worried and they – and so we didn't have time to do that because this happened at like 5 p.m. Right. You know, Eastern time. So (laughs) – so we're like kind of starting to get a little frustrated because we feel like the communication at this point, the contact tracer has contacted us. The school has not. So <laughs> nobody from the school has contacted outside of those general messages. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing about our daughter and certainly nothing about our other daughter. And so my wife reaches out to the principal and um, long story short, we so it's we, my wife, of course. She's Billy. Can you make this phone call? Because she's making another phone call. And so she's making a phone call to the principal. I'm calling the after school program to try to find out what, you know, what's going on. Just because we wanted to know if our other kid needed to also stay out of school. Like, are we doing the right thing? So there was
1: a possibility that it was within the after school program and not in the school.
2: Right. Right. Because we didn't know. Right. And they were in both places. And so. My wife, of course, I'm saying things the wrong way. And she's like whisper yelling to me. No, no. You're supposed right, to that's say it this what, way. Why what, don't you just get on the exactly. phone? Exactly. So that's the thing is stop telling me. Do this to you?
1: Yes. Like, okay, I'm going to call them. You need to call them. It's like, you know that this message is going to get screwed up, right? Because right. you're going to, you are not going to say the same things that I'm saying. We are going to say different things. It is going right? to be a, it's going to be a fuster. You know, this. And that's what, and that, so she's
2: yelling. And now aunt, my wife is terrible with stress she starts it out well and you just know it's like a bomb that was mistimed it's going to go off quickly, before it was supposed to how quickly does she go from zero to 60 when it's It, it actually she's not it takes a lot to really, really? tip her oh, okay but when she tips oh dear run, right okay so she didn't tip but she was annoyed and and she wasn't i'm like I cannot listen to you and make, I make, I'm leaving a voicemail. I, and I'm like, do you want to just get on the voicemail and say it because I'm in the middle of the voicemail. And so I'm calm. I'm like making dinner. dinner. So it was my night to make dinner. I'm like, I'll help. I'll make some dinner. So I'm like, making. it. She's like, can you come in here? I need your help. I will come in. I will help you. So long. So she gets on the phone with the principal. So the principal calls and is like, and is like, well, you should call the after school program. That's why we call the after school. You should call them because we called everybody. If it happened in the school, we called all the parents, so we would have called you in addition to the contact tracers. Mm-hmm. So it had to have happened. So nobody from the after school program called us. So I'm emailing the after school program like, what in the world? Both of my kids were in the after school program. Mm-hmm. Both of them. So it wasn't just one. Right. It was both of them. So now I'm getting annoyed because I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. There's no – what if, like, she really was really sick? And what if a lot of people had it and this communication is terrible? Meanwhile, you're – now, I'm not saying I think they should restrict all of our family. But if my kid had it, it doesn't really make sense for them to be like, well, she has to quarantine in the house for the next six days. But the rest of you can go out and about like nothing ever happened. Well, we're all together in the house without masks on in our home, obviously.
1: Why would we have them on in our home?
2: So we probably would have it too if she had it. At right. some point.
1: Right. Or at least she's a five year old. Be worthy of quarantine because some she had right. it. Yeah. That's but you don't
2: need to quarantine. So anyway, unless they're unless they're positive, then you do. And they have very specific. Right, but they didn't say anything
1: to. about testing. They didn't say they right. no, to told test. us to go get a test. Don't, get, don't they didn't say get test. So you have to quarantine. It might be in the email somewhere. I, I don't know. We didn't have time. What if I we test, test negative? What if I
2: test negative? So all of a sudden the phone rings. It's the woman who runs the after school program and she's like oh no now this has been an hour of panic and an hour and a half of what started as oh this is weird then it's like what are we doing with her for a week she can't go to school who is she going to learn is there a teacher who's going to teach her like you know we're starting to like actually wonder things because like, there's no plan for that where, where is your kid going during this time she can't stop going to school for a week so they call and they're like oh mr and Mrs. Hollowell, oh dear we actually we actually realized that that your daughter wasn't in the group because they divide them into groups, which is actually smart in the after school program. So if it happens in a group, they're not with all the other kids. So okay. they're in like age groups, which right. is actually not a bad sure. plan. Sure. They get to play together. And so, they're, so they were like, oh, this your kids come on Monday and Tuesday. This happened on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They were not in the program. And we instructed the contact tracers to remove your daughter from the list. She was never exposed. <laughs> Covid in the first place and neither was your other daughter and so this is the craziness and in the meantime before that call the principal was like well you better call them because it could be an attendance issue the attendance says your other daughter wasn't there that was like a whole other thing so it's it was crazy and then so all of a sudden we're like oh and they're like oh yeah she can come to school you got nothing to worry about what? so we went from full quarantine until next friday to, Oh, you're fine. Come back to school. She was not supposed to be on that list.
1: You realize that my eight-year, my eight-year-old, my eighth-grade daughter could create an Excel spreadsheet for your school to completely alleviate this problem. What it would say Monday, here are the kids. Tuesday, here are the kids. Wednesday, here are the kids. It's it's in, crazy. In classes, I mean, here's
2: the thing. Here's the thing. The school did a good job. Like the first of all, most principals aren't going to call you back at seven o'clock at night on their cell phone. Right. So I'll right. give her, they were great. It's, I think what happened with the after school program was that they were trying to be on top of it and the government dropped the ball. The contact tracers be didn't. What? I'll be darned.
1: The government well, dropped the ball
2: because she said, Oh, I let them know earlier today to remove her from this list. So that before that phone call was made, they were instructed to remove her from the list by the school. I've been impressed with the school overall. So that's why cool. I was, I was disappointed in the moment because I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Like, but why would they call us? It didn't happen right. in the school. And the other, pe- but but then we talked and to other people. It didn't happen
1: at all, actually.
2: Well, it and then did not other happen people, in though, school. It didn't happen. Who got phone calls from the after school program saying, prepare, yeah. the contact tracers are going to call-, call you. And they still hadn't heard from the contact
1: tracers. Unbelievable. So
2: it's like, okay, how panicked would you be? A little, well, you might not be panicked, but you'd be like, wait, <laughs> I'm supposed to be getting this call telling me that I have to quarantine my kid. You're like, come on. It's crazy, and I'd be annoyed, so too. but I said to my wife, I'm like, this is the new normal. Like this is gonna, this is the but second it week need of to school. school.
1: It doesn't need to be the new normal. That's the no, thing. Is, there's I, this is too is much crazy. hype and panic around these things? And it's so, crazy. and but what still flummoxed me because you and I have been talking about this all afternoon since before the show because that's why we were postponing the show because, right. because you thought you were dealing with this, so that changed other schedules and then we found out, hey, look, we're in the clear. But when you and I were talking about it before, it's like she has to quarantine, the the younger one, has to quarantine until next Friday, a week from tomorrow. And we
2: were unclear if that meant, by the way, Friday. But then the principal did clarify because they didn't clarify when they called us, the contact tracers. They said th- until the 16th, not through the 16th, right. until.
1: Can she go to school the 16th? Right. Is she still quarantined? But anyway. What would be the point of quarantining to, for, till till that time? Well, because she might have it. Well, what if I got her tested? No answer. You're not required. Well, Apparently you're not required sense. to get you're not required to get them tested to find out if they're positive. If you do get them tested and you find out they're negative, can they go back to school? Well, it could be a false positive. Well, what if I had what if she gets tested tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday?
2: They can come to your house if they want. This is what the rules say. They could make a surprise visit at your house and they can call your house every single day to check on the condition of the person being quarantined. That was in the email that they sent. So, I mean, I'm not opposed to them calling and checking, but if they come to your house and you're not there, well, what if you have another house somewhere? Or what if you're taking, like... Because I even said, like, well, can we go to the lake? Can we go to the other house and, like, stay there? Like, do we have to stay at our house? Because if we're quarantined, I'm not... I'd rather quarantine there where she can go outside and play with her her fake COVID. Um, I mean, I just... Yeah, it's crazy to me. They don't make sense, the rules. No, they don't. I'd that's, rather say, fine, quarantine everybody. If she has it, quarantine the whole damn family then.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> but, like that's, I don't, I don't but that's been the problem
1: it. all along with this for the last six months is that there is no logic and consistency to any of the protocols to the, on this. It's what you and I were fighting about last week. It's like, regardless of the efficacy of masks, whether they work or not, I'm told you absolutely must believe the CDC. Which time? It has changed. Well, that, that's but, a legitimate
2: argument, and I've always right. said that but, they but, undermine but, themselves by right. lying.
1: But, that's what but, but that speaks to the larger point of all of the, quote, experts and all of the people who are policymakers, there is no consistent policy and practices when it comes to dealing with COVID. And that's why yeah. everybody's so pissed off all the time. It's not because well, it, it would,
2: it's, it's and then meanwhile, my wife, who's a teacher, she's like emailing her principal before we got the answer. What do I do? Do you not yeah. want me to come in? Because I don't want to if I've been I don't. And she's I mean, she's thinking about the people in her school, the adults who are older, who she's, you know, may interact with. Yep. And she's like, do I not come in like what she wanted to do the right thing by yep. them? Yep. You know, so it became
1: chaotic it's and then it ended and we were so like, oh, wonderful. So wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it was a nice ending. So it, but. speaking of the, so I, I love that all these teachers who say that they're totally stressed out about having to do the distance learning and the live classroom learning. And I'm wondering how legit that complaint is. I'm, I'm sure it is for some because they're teaching five days a week, but they're doing different audiences. But I know that there are schools. I am not going to mention any schools. It is not ours because our kids are in full-time five days a week. There are schools I'm sure who are they're half time that they're, two days of distance learning and three days in the school or vice versa. Right. I know for a fact, because I, I know students who go to these schools, that there are schools, at least high schools where the students are going two days a week and they're doing online two days a week. And then one day a week, they're not doing, they don't have their, their homework day kind of deal. Right. So on the two days that they have to be in person, they go and they're in person on the two days that they don't have to be in person. They have to just get on the Google Classroom and say and check in and say they were here. And that's it. And there's not instruction being posted on those two days because half the school is in those two days. So you've got a student, you've got a school of 500 kids, 250 of them in are in on, let's say, Monday and Wednesday, right? And the other two hundred and fifty in on Tuesday and Thursday, they're teaching the same thing Monday and Wednesday and Tuesday and Thursday, right? To those two groups of kids because they've just they've they've split it in half. So the teachers are doing two days of work not five and on the other two days the two days that kids are out they're not getting new instruction they're not watching a video of the classroom there's not and on that fifth day say it's friday there's nothing nothing yeah that's yeah that's interesting and i think yeah, there's a lot of that going on i really do well, and it depends
2: too on like what district you're in i think what the plan that seems the most difficult the one that i'm like uh that for the hybrid plans are terrible yeah but when you split them into two groups and you're co- and you're always – when you split them into two groups in person and then there's also a group at home yes. now, right, who have opted because you've given them the option you can stay home and you have to either teach all of that or you have to work with another teacher to coordinate who's teaching the online part to make sure yep. that the other two groups who are rotating three days on, two days, and then back and forth – that's where it seems to get a little messy because let's be honest, you're also trying to not you're let's assume they're all coming to the class mm-hmm. and they're not, We you know? So then there's the whole management. Like I've overheard these conversations. Like, well, how do you, how do you measure a child actually being present? Because, and, and I will say to a lot of the teachers credit, they don't want to accept like just a parent signing in and doing the work as them being there. That's not right. them being there. Right. Doing, right. you know, now we can have the whole debate about school being compulsory and all that, but right. it is. So the fact is, the the law is the law, right? Yep. So I don't know how you balance yeah. all of that. I but I do think that you're probably right. There's probably a lot of um, districts where it's loosey goosey, but I, I think agree. the hybrids a disaster because it divides your attention between ten different things. And how can you really do that? You know, um,
1: so yeah, I yeah, so I don't. I, I, have- I
2: also don't. I. I don't know that making a teacher and I understand from like a and we've talked about this, you and I, making a teacher sit in a classroom where there aren't children oh, may ridiculous. be good because you can keep an eye on that teacher, but ridiculous. nobody's doing that because nobody wants to be near any other adults. But that, so. that's,
1: and, well, it would yeah, that would make sense if you were actually having people check on the teacher. But the fact is, these teachers, you and I both know teachers who are they're going in because they're supposed to and they have to be there in order for accountability apparently, but there are no teachers interacting with other teachers. So there's no way you could not show up and yeah. no one would know. Well, it's,
2: and it's, yeah. And, and I will say like at my kid's school, the principal has popped into the lives. Like some, yeah. some school, it, a school is only as good as the people running it. Absolutely. Honestly, like and the people in it. So if you, uh, we, so they have a really good principal. She's on yeah. top of it. She pops in and That's she good. checks and you know, they're, they are learning from what I can tell. So, That's right. You know, I mean it's not it's not terrible,
1: but oh, man, home instruction is rough. Well, and then and then if you're if your work decides that you need to have meetings and things going on or presentations that maybe we're <laughs> planning one of those today for land weeks ahead uh, of time and then suddenly at the last minute this happens, you gotta be kidding me. So it's, okay, just, so, it's you know what? So I have a 20- question. 20, 20 uh, so your your children are homeschooling, not homeschooling, whatever, remote learning, distance learning today and tomorrow. Yeah. Even though it was an after school situation, why do they have to why do they have to be remote learning?
2: Because the after school so we don't know who this person is. The after school staff is the same as the school staff. Oh, okay. So there gotcha. may be, which we don't know because they don't tell you, right? There may also be classrooms who and, and let's say this person is somebody who floated around the building right. to different rooms. So it was an after-school situation for our kids, but there may be kids who it was an in-school situation for them, too. Right. We don't gotcha. know. We reached out to our kid's teacher in the middle of this, too, to be like, is it the whole class? We were hoping that it might be the whole class so that everybody would be online. Right. And there'd be a – because that was our question. Well, who's teaching her? Right. She, she won't be there. You're going to be in school teaching your class. Right. She's going to be home. So the
1: whole and school is Friday. is out Thursday, Friday. That's yes. crazy. And then Monday
2: was a holiday anyway. So oh, yeah, it worked it's, out it's that's Columbus so Day. Tuesday they'll return.
1: You you're, you're right. I swear to God, your the the New York schools, it's like it's like the frigging post office. They get every possible Columbus Day. And it's because well, get, of all the Italians. You get holidays, and now in the city you get Muslim holidays too. Right. And you get Italian holidays. Of course you get Columbus Day off. I had a friend, I had a fr- a co-worker it's people's day. Yeah. Whatever. Chris, I had a, I had a co-worker who every year he took Columbus day. He's a, extremely Italian. I mean, like he, he puts you to shame, like Italian, Italian, nuts, Italian. And he always took Columbus day off. And our boss would always go, you have got to be kidding me, John. Every year you take Columbus day off because this guy's crazy. Anyway, I
2: right.
1: thought about taking Columbus day off this year only because the kids
2: are off and I'm like, you know, it's been a rough year. I've been taking right. Monday, well, you could, like yeah. Monday, holiday Mondays off.
1: Yeah. I and if you that. were able to take that, if you didn't have to quarantine or anything, I, like if you could go, it'd be nice to get a little three day weekend. Be nice. You yeah. Could, you know what? You should yeah. go still go. You can take your computer. You have internet there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. We got great internet. Yeah, so you could work from there on Monday. Your wife's off
2: too, right? We haven't we haven't like been there to enjoy it. Every time we say we're going to do that, we just aren't able like there's been stuff to do. So this is the first weekend we have like one thing to do. We got to yeah. take something down, but but the garbage is gone. We hauled the garbage out. Like every it's actually halfway furnished wow, because okay. we're still waiting for covid furniture. Right. Covid has delayed furniture Are they, oh. endlessly.
1: Are they still delivering your furniture in pieces?
2: Well, I drove there Saturday and right. I got yes, I got
1: pieces of a of of a bed, not the full bed. Why would uh, Why would they why do would that? Why would they even bring it? I under okay, listen, I don't understand why you can buy listen, I'm going to buy a sofa and a love seat and a bed and a dresser from you, furniture store. Uh, and you should deliver all four of those things at one time. However, there for right. whatever reason, it makes no logical sense to me, we're only going to deliver one or two of those pieces for furniture at a time because of COVID. What the heck does that mean? How does that make any they, sense? I, I don't
2: understand. And like, but why even, sell it if you don't have it? Don't sell it. Right? That's but, my policy. Right. You but even deliver, if, don't
1: sell it. but even if you're, even if it's going to be your policy, if listen, we're not going to bring you all of your furniture at once. We're going to have to make multiple deliveries. Okay, fine. We're bringing your bed on Saturday. Okay, fine. Bring the entire bed. That's what that's what flummoxes me is like, okay, I'm I'm already broken on top of it. I'm already I'm already confused by your policy of not bringing all the furniture I brought, but at least bring it in whole pieces. I mean, in whole the whole
2: thing, we're supposed to get the rest of the we're supposed to get most of the rest of the furniture next weekend on Friday and next Friday. They they're supposed to come. We still don't have a bed. So our mattress is like on the floor. It's hilarious. Um, and then the bed that they brought for the kids is broken. The drawer is broken. Hold on, the drawer. And they're like, "Well, we have to return the whole bed. What? You can't give us the new drawer. It's the drawer.
1: Like a trundle bed but kind of deal.
2: It's uh, like it's just a bed frame that has almost like a dresser drawers okay. at the bottom of it, gotcha. and one of them came broken. Um, a dresser came scratched. They're like these are simple things, and they're like, "No, the whole bed has to go back." And
1: I'm like, what? "That is, does is the whole such bed baloney. Back? It does what? not have to go back. Just bring me a frigging drawer, you dope." It's crazy. I love this the house. Like hard. I can't wait to actually just go and enjoy it and have the fireplace also, on. I mostly love like, the eat. the bear rug. That's what I love.
2: Oh, the ki- My kids are completely freaked out. My really? my older kid was crying like she went to bed and she was having like <laughs> nightmares about it, and she never does this, crying like. And they named him Bernie. Okay. <laughs> They name this bearskin Bernie and well we've mounted him on the wall, which actually is kind
1: of scary. That is good um, to see that. Yeah.
2: It's scary. So that really freaked her out. She's like, I'm just afraid he's gonna come alive. I'm like, he's not going to come alive. Does this bear she,
1: have some sort of family significance? I mean, did, like your father in law kill it or what what happened? His, my wife's grandfather killed this
2: bear, oh, two okay. bears. He had broken his leg, he was on crutches. I got the whole story the other day. And is it like killed... the revenant? What? Is it like the revenant? Kind of, yeah. Really? And, and he just, went and he was a hunter and so yeah it's pretty cool like and then they huh. went and had it you know it's a bear rug so it's like but he's got yeah. the head you've I've yeah hey, hey yeah, i love it i had friends um, who had a big bear and they apparently before. have the second bear too a smaller bear which i have not seen <laughs> like, but a, a she cub. was all into it and then as soon as she started to like realize like oh this was alive it just freaked her out Yeah, there are also bears at in the neighborhood so i oh, think that's
1: probably made it have you seen bears? we haven't seen any. Oh, okay no, all of our neighbors have videos of them. We have our fourth cougar in town. And I don't mean like fifty wow. year old woman who's hot to trot. I'm talking like cougar, <laughs> cougar. We've <laughs> already have you we've seen already one? we've already killed three in town. Well, no, How I have not you... I have not seen it. So we live we live near the mountains. I mean our little town is near the mountains and they come up off the hillside and they, they there's deer everywhere, but there's no more stray cats. But see, that's so, kind of scary. So they, like, they've killed the last weekend. They said we've killed the third one that we found, and then two days later, there's another one in town, right? And it's they I mean, keep you fighting, have to kill them, right? Because they, yeah, they're, and, they're right, dangerous, right? So then they'll they'll wander the streets, they'll walk down the streets, and people are like keep your kids or your dogs inside. But we so how we how big had, are they? They're uh, bigger than a bigger than a lab, a uh, uh, you know a Labrador. They're bigger than a you know Golden Retriever. They're they're nasty animals. They look like I'm looking at them right now. Ooh. They're pumas. I mean, they're a form of puma, but they're they a mountain lion. Anyway, so they'll wander into town, and, uh, and it's not uncommon. We'll have one or two a year probably, but this year we're on our fourth. But we had one, and we didn't know this. So on Wednesday nights, the senior high and the junior high youth ministries, one of them meets uh, over at my place, and the junior high meets over at the church, and they play games outside. And it goes from six to six to eight or so, and the kids were outside. We'd sent them outside to play a game over in the park across the street that our church owns. And about that, uh, and we get all done, and then afterwards, our youth director for junior youth director, she gets home, and her husband, who works for the city, has a CB. I heard over I heard a I don't know some sort of it's over the CB or whatever that the cops said there is a cougar in the alley behind the Nazarene Church, our church. And this was at 745 when the kids had gone outside to go play. So the alley is on the South side of the church and the, and the park is on the North side of the church, but they had gone out the door that was halfway between the park and the alley. So that Cougar was out there in the alley when our kids went out there,
3: but it's probably, you
1: know, you got 35 junior hires screaming and yelling. It probably scared the poop out of this Cougar and he took off, I would suppose. But, but yeah. it could do the opposite. It I mean, could. that's the thing. Like, yeah, that would not be a good scenario. Yeah. My my grandparents lived down the street from us, and they had their neighbor. Just they had cats everywhere, feral cats. The cats would come over and oh. dig in their flower boxes, and in their garden, and get into their yeah, garage. They, need,
2: they and, need some COVID for those cats. Yeah, they did.
1: So, anyways, we're like, we you know, we got a trap. We got a, But the neighbor was just nasty and wouldn't wouldn't deal with them. I shouldn't say nasty. That's not fair. But we wouldn't deal with the cats, and it was it was a problem that the entire neighborhood and community understood. This is a problem. We got thirty at least feral cats wandering around, being a problem. Um, We don't have any more feral cats in that neighborhood. So because, and we know that at least one, if not two, of the cougars were chased down the creek that runs right along my grandparents' house. It would because we have a we have this creek that runs through
3: town. They eat the
1: smaller cats.
2: Oh yeah. Wait they they eat their own. They're cats.
0: Ugh.
2: cats so, are my least I'm sorry like I know Dina and the others that are listening that you have cats and you love them I, I don't
1: I hate cats and I hate Dina's cats
2: well I love Dina but I, I do love Dina I just, sure I feel like if demons were to take form in animal mm-hmm. likeness it would
1: be the cat that's why the Egyptians did the thing they did right that's why cat. that's it's false gods and there's there's the cats anyway if they, if they could just be Put on a little ship, all of them. Oh. Set off to sea. Or put in a sack and throw it in the river. Now that is not nice a horrible thing to say. Oh. Well,
2: the the noise they would make on the way down.
1: Well, they, <laughs> but once they're underwater, you put a couple of bricks in there, it gonna sink pretty quick. You wanna come to back and haunt you. I know they would. So I was gonna I found something I forgot that when you told me this story of woe with your family, I was reminded of something from South Park. And they have cleaned it up, so there's no, there's no bad words in here. But so there's a South Park that they're dealing with COVID, and these kids are in school. They they had been quarantined for forever, out of school. Now they're in school, and it's Cartman and Kyle and all these guys. They're in, they're in class, and they're all wearing their masks, and they've got plexiglass around all of their desks, and they're they're separated. And none of the teachers are there. It's just being run by cops now because all of the teachers are quarantined. And so remember, there's a black kid in the school named Token, right? And the cops shoot him. And then blame it on COVID because they had to. They didn't just do the COVID thing. They also brought in the social injustice thing. Anyways, I want to play this clip for you because it it had me laughing. I forgot how much it sucks to be around everybody. I think I'm gonna be sick all over cast. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting now. That's enough. The shot token.
2: Got him. We all have to quarantine together for two weeks. You don't want to infect your families, do you? You were all exposed to a student here who was taken to the hospital due to COVID. Yes.
1: Uh, we were there, and Token was actually taken to the hospital because you guys shot him.
2: <laughs> yes, due to COVID. If it weren't for COVID, all the previous teachers would have still been here, we wouldn't have been in the class, and nobody would have gotten shot. It was COVID-related.
1: That doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not a huge South Park guy, but every once in a while there'll be clips and pieces that come out. It's like, these guys have nailed exactly where our culture is because it <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, that is terrible. so well,
2: um, you're wearing a McRib shirt, which I wish everybody I'm could so, know because it just summarizes so the fatness in one shirt message. Well, it's been real. It and I will been. say this we have solved the world's problems.
1: We, tonight, did. We, and, we, we do it every week.
2: And I pray for any of you who have to deal with contact
1: tracing because oh, it is not what a fun. nightmare. That's got to be. What a nightmare. And Well, you'll learn one day. Chris, uh, your day's coming. I know it is. I'm sure of it. I, I hate the thought of it. I, I tell you what, here's what stress. I don't stress out about, well, just about anything. And you know this. Well, yes, one thing that I does. What what one thing that does bother me about the COVID stuff isn't the the idea of getting COVID and being sick. I'm just not concerned about it. Maybe I should be. I don't know. It's as, as old and fat and out. You know, as many conditions as I have. But what bothers me is the, all the paperwork and frustration. Of like, listen, I do youth ministry stuff. So you mean I got to call fifty kids that I just dealt with this week and say, oh, by the way. I was sick and, you know, you might have to watch out, right. even though I didn't have anything to do. We don't know. Like, I, I, everybody wants to blame Donald Trump for getting other people sick in the White House. We don't know who gave it to Donald Trump or or if Donald Trump gave it to anybody. It's possible that a staffer gave it to Donald Trump. Somebody came to work sick and gave it to him. Right. Well, I did You can hear, get on him for saying we don't have. Very nervous. You didn't have a mask policy. You know, that could be fine, but.
2: Whatever. Well, there's one thing I did hear about COVID, and I think it's important you know this because I know this actually does really stress you out, God. that at, in your age range, if you, do, if you do contract COVID, you have to have a prostate exam. Oh, so that's my that... favorite.
1: As long as they buy me dinner first.
2: <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> oh,
1: nobody's buying you dinner, I can promise uh, you that. Hey, speaking of dinner, I owe you one, by the way, still. You actually do from- we. 2016. So I haven't need to seen ta- you in that long. We need to talk about that. Person. We might have to double down on this. We'll see. I don't know.
2: I don't know who I think is gonna win. I think long, it's gonna be
1: Biden. It could be a nightmare.
0: The Church Boys. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. I forgot how much it sucks to be around everybody. And I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years older too. That doesn't make
2: any sense. We all have to quarantine together for two weeks. You don't want to infect your
0: families, do you?
3: He who commands the fly has always been seen historically as the mark of the devil.